O Lord, open our eyes to see what is beautiful, our minds to know what is true, and our hearts to love what is good. Amen. Well, we, we often, in a normal year, we'd be inviting one another for meals and parties and uh, getting things ready for celebrations. But we're not in a normal year. It's quite extraordinary. Uh, and it's been uh, um, a year we hope we never experience again. But the Lord is with us. God is the Lord Jesus is King. He is Lord. And he's bringing good things out as well as uh, the difficult things that are happening. When we're invited to a meal, we have a choice. We, uh, we can say, I'd love to come. Or, I'm sorry, uh, but I have another priority. I've got something different uh, that I have to do. Mary had an invitation from the angel. And she had a choice. She had to decide whether she would uh, say, yes, I will cooperate with God in his plan, or no, it's too risky. I don't want to get involved with this. The uh, angel, the word in Greek, angel, it just means messenger. And it could be used of any messenger, uh, somebody taking a message to go and buy uh, some beef burgers, as I did yesterday, <laughs> sent by my wife as a messenger. But this messenger is very distinctive and very different. He's Gabriel. Come from the very throne of God. Come from God's presence with a unique and special message for this young lady. We don't know what an angel looks like. We, if you go to art galleries, you will see majestic, wonderful creatures with wings, powerful and beautiful. But they may come in all kinds of different uh, shapes and sizes. One thing is clear, that they must be very impressive and to a degree frightening. Because when, uh, when a messenger has come to people, the angel nearly always says, the first thing she says is, don't be afraid, don't be afraid. He needs to calm them down, ready to hear the message. So when the angel came to Mary, she was obviously confused and disturbed by the angel's greeting. The message was totally unique. It was an invitation to be the mother of Jesus Christ, Jesus the Anointed One, Jesus who was going to be the Savior of the world. It's not presented as an invitation. 
is presented as a statement of God's plan. This is the plan that God has got for you. He's going to bless you. You're going to be more blessed than any other woman. You will have a baby son, and you will call him Jesus, and he will be great, the son, and he will be called the son of God Most High. He will be the promised, long-awaited Savior, the, the, the uh, king, the descendant of King David, who will establish a kingdom that will last forever. A kingdom that will last forever. And, but implicit in the invitation is that Mary had the choice to say yes I will cooperate, or no, I don't want it. She's a sensible, down-to-earth girl, and she asks an important question. How can this be, since I am a virgin? She knew about babies and conception. She was looking forward to being married to her fiancé, Joseph. Were, to have children was a blessing from God. But Mary obviously understood Gabriel to mean that the conception would be immediate, something that would happen straight away. How can this be since I am a virgin? Now, we often talk about virgin birth, but what we're talking about here is a virgin conception. The Lord our God is going to intervene in a miraculous way, in a special way. Just as the Spirit of God hovered over the water in the creation and brought forth life, the Holy Spirit is going to come upon Mary and bring a new life to being in her. This is a special child. The Holy Spirit will overshadow Mary and she will conceive. Gabriel not only gave the message, but he encouraged Mary's faith. He says, you know Elizabeth, your relative, the old lady who has been considered unable to bear children. Well, she is, going, she is pregnant now already, and she is six months pregnant. And the, the angel gives this message, the additional information, to encourage her faith. She's has asked, how can it be? She's been told how it will be. The Holy Spirit will come upon her. But this extra information says, yes, Nothing is impossible with God. She was considered barren, but nothing is impossible with God. And Mary's heart, I can imagine, leapt within her at this encouragement. What an overwhelming experience for such a young girl. How does Mary respond? 
how can we respond? Because each of us receives a message from Almighty God, an invitation, an invitation to live as citizens in the kingdom of God, an invitation to live as children in the family of God, an invitation to be disciples of Jesus Christ. How do we respond? How do we know how to assess which voices to listen to? How do we know which paths to tread and which ones to avoid? Mary would have been helped by her knowledge of Scripture. Now, it doesn't come out very clearly, well, it doesn't come out in this passage, except that she's understood the message of the angel. But it does come out when she goes to, uh, when she goes to visit Elizabeth, this uh, old relative who's now pregnant, and, and, and she, when she goes there, uh, she gets a greeting from Elizabeth and she's, Mary speaks a poem uh, which she has obviously which has grown in her heart on that journey to visit Elizabeth going from Nazareth in Galilee down to the hill country of uh, Judea and Mary says, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him. His genera from generation to generation, he has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down the rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has fulfilled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich empty away. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, even as he said to our fathers. You know, it shows that Mary, simple Jewish girl that she was, going to be the wife of a carpenter, she knew her scriptures. She could interpret what the angel had said and bring it down in the context of the Old Testament and the promises that God had made to his people. And she could value it and evaluate it and bring it down to the thing that was happening to her. A beautiful poem full of faith and Old Testament allusions. And so when Mary heard the message of the angel, she was able to understand it and see how it fitted into God's plan and how she fitted into God's plan. And the child to sit on the throne of King David would be the God-sent Savior, the promised Messiah, and her boy, who she would call Jesus. The next uh, song that uh, 
Pamela's going to sing is Mary Did You Know? It's been a song that's been going around in my head for the last few weeks as I've been reading the scriptures leading up to Christmas. I hope you enjoy it as much as I do when we come to that. When Mary heard the message of the angel, she understood it. The promises that Mary knew and believed are still true for you and me. The Lord our God loves each one of us with a steadfast love. He has a plan for our lives. He has promises for us of forgiveness, of God's presence with us in our daily lives. And the invitation that we receive is to welcome the Lord Jesus into our hearts and into our lives this Christmas time. How can we welcome him? We celebrate his birth, that's true. But we don't welcome into our hearts a little baby as Mary welcomed into her womb a little baby, a little child to be cared for and looked after. What we welcome into our hearts is the Lord Jesus as he is today. He is the God of today. He's the God who sits at the right hand of the Father in heaven, high above all authority and power. He, we welcome him as our leader. We welcome him as our teacher. We welcome him as our savior and as our king. Mary was faithful, a faithful little girl, Jewish girl, who was willing to believe in a great God and to cooperate with him. And that is what God is wanting from us, each one of us today, and each day of our lives, to be ready to live in cooperation with him, to recognize him not just as a friend, but as our boss, as our Lord. Are we believing in his goodness? Are we willing to be guided by him in our daily lives? See, the Lord Jesus may not speak to us through an angel. I've never experienced that. Or in a dream. Some people experience God through dreams. But the important thing is not the way that he speaks to us. The important thing is that we respond to his invitation. Will we welcome him, yes or no? Whatever Mary felt, she knew that the best way to live is to fit in with God's plan for our lives. She heard God's invitation and she exercised her choice by saying yes. And the way she said yes is a beautiful way. And it shows her humility even being given that great privilege. It shows her humility and her readiness to go God's way. She says, I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said. 
I love the, there's a, a version, a, a translation of that by J.B. Phillips. He, uh, he uh, puts Mary's words, I belong to the Lord, body and soul. Let it happen as you say. I belong to the Lord, body and soul. Let it happen as you say. And that's how I want to respond to God's invitation this year as we uh, face a new beginning and today and into the new year. And I hope that's uh, true for you too. Shall we bow our heads for a prayer? Lord God, help me to know you and to love you more and more each day. Help me as I respond to your invitation to welcome you this Christmas time and to play the part in your work that you are calling me to. Amen.